Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? As always, the Carolina Hurricanes cannot do anything the easy way. This is Home Ice Advantage. I'm your host, Colin. Follow me online at Colin Home Ice. The Hurricanes defeat the Florida Panthers 6-4 in Florida. Cool. They have secured, forced the Metro, third division title in three years. It mattered a lot because New Jersey ended up beating Washington overtime, but good on Washington for holding them to overtime. After opening the game on a two-goal lead thanks to Brent Bournes and Kakanyemi, the Hurricanes then quickly gave it up into the third period and then earned their way back to be division champions. Nothing good comes out of it. Uh, None of it matters. Ultimately, it kind of shows that the naysayers were wrong. Don't live on every game, including myself. I've been there several times this season. But ultimately, they did what we thought they were going to do. They just made it more interesting. Which isn't that the point? Aren't we all just here to be entertained? To be able to turn on a game for two and a half hours and just be entertained. And if anything, if you're if you're going to compliment the Hurricanes on anything this season or over the past five, they have been nothing but entertaining. Roll the thing. Nine thousand three hundred ninety-three days of frustration, and on the nine hundred three hundred ninety-fourth day of NHL existence, the Carolina Hurricanes have won the Stanley Cup. Welcome to Home Ice Advantage, with historical perspectives, modern-day deep dives, special guests, and a healthy mix of good, bad, and or hot takes. This is the best place for you to learn about your Carolina home games. I just want to say thank you, and I'm looking forward to this challenge. It's an honor, and I think we're going to do great things. I want to take a quick look back at 2019. Yes, I realize it does not matter, but either way, you're listening, so here we go. 2019 was that magical run, Rod's first year as head coach, where they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. And the second round that year, the Hurricanes took on the New York Islanders for the first time. The only other time besides this upcoming series that the two teams have ever faced in their crest for Lord Stanley's Cup. And Carolina swept them, just nice and easy. Carolina did not lose a single game that series. And that series, I think, and I realize we were five years removed, but I think will almost exactly match how the series goes this year. So for those of you who don't remember, I'll talk through it very quickly. That first game, game one, was a defensive masterclass with only one goal being scored in the entire game. That's right, it was an OT winner nonetheless, so both goalies were perfect for 60-plus minutes until... Now Jordan Stahl, Nino Niederreiter turns, his shot blocked by Letty. Regained by Pesci, Brett Pesci, Niederreiter in the slot, goes wide, Stahl the force, he scores! Jordan Stahl wins it in overtime! 
There was no special reason for me to play that Jordan Stahl goal, except that it was the OT winner in this game, and that he scored it from the far boards, and also almost behind the goal line. Go back and go watch that goal. It's an insane goal. In fact, it's so good, I'm going to let you hear the Mike Maniscalco call too, and then we'll get back to the actual point of today's episode. It was just an insane goal by Jordan. Look, they score! They score! The Hurricanes, Jordan Stahl wins it in overtime! Four minutes and four seconds, Stahl on the back door, and the Canes take game number one! Carolina then wins game two, two to one, which is about as close as you can get to another perfect defensive game. And then they would win game three and four, both five to two. So before we get into what I think is going to happen this year, sorry, you're going to have to listen to a lot more of this episode. We should talk about goaltending, right? I honestly, 100%, not even in a like homer mindset, think goaltending is a wash between these two teams. And I know a bunch of people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, you're like a clown. And listen, I just might be, but not on this. Carolina has Sorokin's number. I don't know why. But it happens. This is a totally true part of hockey that sometimes a player just doesn't perform well against a team. And sometimes a player has career stats against one team compared to the rest of the league. Now we get into the moment that we've all been waiting for. Who do I think should start in net Monday night? Game one. Auntie Ranta. Okay, okay, calm down. I know... Calm down. I know that is the popular choice, and I 100% agree. But none of us are the head coach, so let's take a quick minute. We'll head downstairs to a press conference and hear what he had to say about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. Yo, Rod... So, uh, what are you planning to do with, you know, goaltending? Uh, I don't think we have a, a set plan. I think we're, we're you know, we've got a, a certainly a, an idea how we want to do it, and hopefully it, it, it sticks to that. But um, we're pretty confident in both guys, and, you know, we're, 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 we're open to anything at this point. I mean, it's sort of traditional that you have, like, a number one guy, mm-hmm. he stays in the net until he loses it. But the way you used your goalies and sort of in the regular season, I mean, is right. your mentality different that way? Totally. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. should well, we? Well, let, I'll, you'll know, I, I guarantee you this, Freddie or Rance are going to start game one. <laughs> well, do you expect that we would see both guys in the first round regardless um, of the I, Like I said, I, I don't, I don't want to say yes because it might not happen. As a matter of fact, I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, if you would have told me that's what you expected Rod Brennamore to say, I would call you a liar. Could be 100% honest. I expected him to dodge the question, obfuscate, you know, be an NHL head coach. That's what they do, especially in this situation. Rod doesn't want to tell the Islanders who he's going to play. Why? So they can study up on him? No. Leave that to him. Keep that to himself. Protect that as if it's a state secret. No one should know. But I want to focus on that final part he said. In fact, hold on, let me play it again. As a matter of fact, I hope it doesn't happen. Matter of fact, I hope it doesn't happen. So for everything we've heard about how Carolina might just be that team that wins a Stanley Cup with a tandem of goalies. Nope. 
Rod knows this guy. Rod knows exactly who he wants to start game one against the Isles. He's just not going to tell you. It's as simple as that. He's just not going to tell you, and that's fine. We'll, we'll find out Monday. Although, is it possible? Do you think Rod is sneaky enough that he will purposefully put Monday night's backup goalie in the starters crease at practice? So dumb people like me or genius people like Corey Laviolette and Walt Ruff are going to be out here like, oh, it's, it's definitely going to be Freddy when it's actually going to be Ranta or vice versa. I wouldn't put it past him. So honestly, at this point, you will not know who starts game one on Monday until like 7.06 because the game's going to start late. I still think it's going to be Ranta with my heart and soul, but just something to keep in mind. Something else I think that everyone should keep in mind is how incredibly similar these two teams are. 20 points separated them in the standings during the regular season, which again doesn't matter, but I think it's weird that 20 points separated them. Carolina, the champion of the Metro, the Islanders, a wildcard team that just barely got in. If not for Pittsburgh, we wouldn't have to deal with the Islanders right now. But here's the thing. Carolina's terrible power play honestly looks fine compared to New York's terrible power play. And I'll tell you something here. Long Island's ability to kill off a penalty is one of the best in the league. The only problem is one of the only teams that is better than them at killing off a penalty is Carolina. These two teams are incredibly defensively minded. Neither team is going to take an unneeded risk to try to score a goal. And you saw that the last time they faced each other too, when basically the same styles were in play. Different coach on Long Island, but same type of styles, because ultimately the style on Long Island comes from Lou Lamarillo down. So I 100% expect this game one in Raleigh to be Extra, 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 extra tight. Both teams being the defensive juggernauts that they are. Do I think it's going to go all the way to overtime before a goal is scored? I have no idea. I don't think so, because that's incredibly rare, but it's possible. And then as the series goes along, what I think is going to happen is the same thing that happened last time. Carolina is going to figure out how to score goals. And in the meantime, they're not going to let Long Island, score. I'm saying Long Island too much, but the Islanders, score. It will not happen. They might get one or two, but Carolina will be able to produce more offense than they are. It's just as simple as that. I'm not going to predict a sweep, mainly because bad juju. I may not believe in jinxes, but bad juju is still a thing. So, five. Carolina in five. Maybe I'm wrong, and Long Island, I mean, they don't really have anything to prove because they're a wildcard team who shouldn't have been here. Except that they do because they are a Lou Lamarillo team who had much higher expectations going into this season. So they're going to want to win. So maybe, maybe they get two games, Carolina and six. But I don't see it going any farther than that. Before I get out of here and let everyone return to their normal lives, I want to remind everyone of two things. One, that there will be a new episode of Home Ice Advantage after every single playoff game. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we can count to 16 wins together.
But if not, we're going to enjoy the ride. There will also be storyline articles of everything you should keep your eye on for for each game on the Home Ice Advantage blog. There will be a ton of content. I'm just saying keep your eyes out for it. Before we head out today, though, I want to hear from Rod Brindamore two more times, and then everyone will be free. This first response is to a question on if Rod feels some sense of accomplishment reaching the second hockey season. Regular season's over. It doesn't matter anymore. We are now in the second winner-takes-all season of hockey. Um, yeah, it, it, you definitely reset, right? It doesn't makes no difference how you got to this point now. It's uh, We're all here, and we all have a, you know, a great chance, and it's kind of what you worked all this time for is to have a chance. So um, turn the page and start over. Now, of course, the Carolina Hurricanes, Rod Brindamore, Everyone on the roster, all the fans, have been through trials and tribulations since their first game this season in October. And Brindamore was asked if there's anything he's going to change. Is there anything right now he's looking at and is like, this has to change before the start of the playoffs? Anything drastic, maybe like a penalty kill. I'm sorry, a power play. Penalty kill's fine. Please do not touch it. I mean, you have to do what got you here, obviously, but you, you understand that there's adjustments and there's little things that you want to make sure you're trying to build on and that changes every game as you go through this. So, um, But you, you certainly, every team, every team that got here has an identity and they play to it and you, you definitely have to do that. As always, thank you for listening to Home Ice Advantage. Please share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. You have a nemesis? Maybe your nemesis needs good Carolina Hurricanes themed content. Go ahead and share it. The worst that happens is you guys get closer and learn that life isn't about hatred, but it's about the people you meet along the way. That went a weird direction. Anyways, follow the show, share it, whatever. I so lost the thread. I don't know what's going on here. I just need to escape. Okay, until next time, go Canes.